Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. React to the fighting at a high school football game. I'm Sandy Kozell. Some communities are moving swiftly to cut speed limits. I'm Dick Uliana. A Montgomery County official remains under scrutiny for his well-stocked liquor cabinet in his office. There's a new tool in Montgomery County helping seniors get to where they need to go. I'm Alicia Abelson. Wins for UMV, UMD, UVA, and Vontech in college football. 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour. Sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. One storm is battering western Alaska. Another storm is threatening to do the same to Puerto Rico. That leads the news tonight, starting in the Caribbean. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. Tropical storm Fiona continues to be a larger and larger concern for the island of Puerto Rico, as now it is expected to make landfall during the afternoon on Sunday in the western half of the island as a Category 1 hurricane. Puerto Rico still recovering from several major storms the last few years. Meantime, around Nome, Alaska, in the north Pacific flooding from the remnants of a typhoon. The water levels have reached anywhere from 5 to um, 18 feet above the normal high tide line or are expected to reach those levels. Weather service forecaster to Scott Berg in Fairbanks. A seemingly endless London crowd continues to snake its way to get a last look at Britain's monarch of seven decades, the late Queen Elizabeth. Built over 900 years ago, Westminster Hall is an ancient symbol of imperial power, the oldest part of the Palace of Westminster that also houses Parliament. It's where, for the last century, British monarchs are brought to lie in state. King George VI of blessed and glorious memory. Including the Queen's father, King George VI, in 1952. And half a century later, his wife, Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, was afforded the same honor. Correspondent MTS Tayab in London. Now the latest on the red state, blue state political battle over immigration caught in between asylum-seeking migrants from Venezuela and elsewhere. Correspondent Michael George. Arriving by bus and plane in Northern California, dozens of families, including children, were dropped off without any direction. Aid workers say some migrants walked from the airport looking for shelter. They ended up sleeping in a park. Using people as political pawns for to make a political point is wrong, and this is really an immoral thing for whoever's doing it to be doing. New York shelters are at the breaking point. Mayor Eric Adams says the city has opened 23 emergency shelters and is even considering using cruise ships as housing. Also in politics, former President Donald Trump was back on the rally trail in Youngstown, Ohio, ostensibly campaigning for a Republican Senate candidate, but taking note of his own issues. And now the unprecedented weaponization of the Justice Department and the FBI to break into and raid the home of a former president of the United States. From which the Justice Department says the FBI recovered dozens of documents marked top secret or higher belonging to the U.S. government. Chinese state media just now reporting a bus accident there has killed at least 27 people. This is CBS News. Never miss a moment. Top news from WTOP 24-7, 365. Listen on air, on Alexa, and on the WTOP app. 303 Sunday morning, September 18, 2022, 65 in the nation's capital. A few clouds, upper 50s and lower 60s this morning.
Hello there. I'm Ian Crawford. The top local stories we're following this hour. Another busload of migrants dropped off outside the vice president's official residence at the Naval Observatory in D.C. Saturday morning. Three more buses arrived in New York City yesterday as well. Texas continues to pressure sanctuary cities amid a surge of migrants across the southern border. The D.C. bus had about 50 people, mostly from Venezuela, including a one-month-old baby. Aid workers took the migrants to a local shelter. In recent weeks, district officials have been dealing with thousands of migrants who have been bussed in by the Republican governors of Texas and Arizona. Vice President Harris accused those Republican governors of a dereliction of duty. School officials in Montgomery County say they're moving quickly to beef up safety measures at athletic events. This after fighting erupted at a high school football game Friday night. Here's WTOP Sandy Cozell. Abhorrent and unacceptable behavior. That's what the Montgomery County Public Schools District calls the fighting that broke out at Friday night's football game between Northwest and Gaithersburg High Schools. The brawl broke out during the third quarter of the varsity football game at Gaithersburg High, resulting in the game being canceled. In a statement, the school system says all football operations at the two schools have been suspended temporarily as an investigation continues. Police say while officers were dealing with the fight on the field, other fights began to break out. They say a few individuals believed to be involved were taken into custody. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. It's 3.05 at NHTSA. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says speeding is involved in about one-third of all fatal crashes. Now Arlington County is among the places cutting speed limits on some roads. Here's WTOP's Dick Iuliano. The speed limit is coming down from 30 to 25 on Fairfax Drive from Arlington Boulevard to North Barton Street and from 35 to 25 on 5th Road South between South Carlin Springs Road and the Fairfax County line. Following Saturday's unanimous vote, Arlington Board Chair Katie Crystal reminded everyone Arlington adheres to Vision Zero, the goal of zero traffic deaths. We know that speed is associated with crashes in a significant percent of the time. So, so decreasing speed limits is one strategy of many, but one important strategy when it comes to fulfilling that vision for Vision Zero. The board is expected to cut speeds on four more roads in October. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. The Montgomery County Council says it will get involved in the controversy surrounding planning board chair Casey Anderson, who admits keeping dozens of bottles of alcohol in his office. Anderson says he kept a well-stocked bar in his office, drank with colleagues, and that he was aware that the planning council, the planning commission, I should say, never or generally prohibits alcohol in the workplace. An investigation has found that the drinking took, the drinking took place generally after work hours. Maryland Matters reports that Anderson put out a statement saying in part that he should have not done the drinking in the commission office building even after work. I take full responsibility. Anderson's statement continued. I've removed the alcohol and I apologize, quote unquote. Council President Gabe Albernos tells Maryland Matters he's concerned by the revelations and that the council will start its own inquiry into the matter. Seniors in Montgomery County can now connect with volunteers who will give them a lift to the grocery store or an appointment. It's all made possible through a new online tool. Here's WTOP's Alicia Abelson. Anyone older than 60 that needs a ride can enter the address they want to go to, including the zip code. And then at the click of a button, the tool provides website links to organizations that offer volunteer rides. There's a map view option, and it can easily be used with a screen reader for people who have trouble seeing. Rides are only provided in Montgomery County. Alicia Abelson, WTOP News. Just ahead, a major construction project coming to Alexandria. Many won't realize it's even happening. It's 307 from Washington.
laid off and trying to keep our little kids from realizing that mommy and daddy haven't eaten in a while. Roger, from California. I'm grateful we could afford our son's surgery. I'm nervous that now we can't really afford food. Daniel, from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Donna from Louisiana. The storm just hit, and we went from donating to the food bank to needing it. Keisha from South Carolina. I've been skipping meals so my two kids can eat, but filling up on water doesn't really work. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. It's 308. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th and Carlos Ramirez in the WTLP Traffic Center. Thanks, Ian. Very good morning to you. Things are relatively quiet around your majors with very few exceptions. We'll go ahead and touch on those first. If you're headed westbound on 66, for example, past the Beltway, just a single lane is what's getting you by. Thankfully, the work zone is relatively short as far as distance is concerned. Uh, you'll only slow down for a brief moment there as traffic from the outer loop of the Beltway meets with that single lane of traffic because, of course, the ramp from the outer loop of the Beltway to westbound 66 also only has a single lane. So you're only going to slow down for a brief moment there, but once you approach Nutley Street, things should be all opened up and cleared up. Eastbound side of 66. The work zone is along the right-hand side of the roadway past 123. No delays past this one, though. You should be just fine. I-95 completely up to speed from Fredericksburg through Stafford and Woodbridge up towards Springfield. Same story on 395. No issues as you head across the 14th Street Bridge into the city onto the southeast-southwest freeway. All your area bridges are actually running very smoothly right now. Take your pick depending on where you're headed into D.C., Key Bridge, Memorial Bridge, etc. Uh, DC 295, headed northbound, looks great. No issues towards Route 50. Of course, watch out the intersection of New York Avenue and Bladensburg Road. A little crowded, but nothing to write home to mom about just yet. Outer loop of the Beltway looks great. Beltway traffic in general looks good through Prince George's and Montgomery counties. No issues on I-95 or the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. 1-866-304-WTOP is the traffic tip line, but don't forget, you can also keep an eye on your WTOP app. It's got plenty of options for you all to communicate with the traffic center, but also keep this in mind. If you happen to miss a report, just go into your app, hit play. You can hear the latest report uh, along with any of your headlines. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team Force Samara Theodore with your Sunday morning forecast. It's warming up a little bit. Plenty of sunshine out there for your Sunday. We'll call it sunny Sunday. Highs in the mid to upper 80s. Today, a cool, clear night. Temperatures falling into the mid to upper 60s tonight. We're quiet. Plenty of sunshine really through the week ahead. This is a fantastic forecast. Mostly sunny on Monday. Highs near 90. We're going to remain pretty warm with highs in the mid to upper 80s on Tuesday. Mostly sunny skies. Wednesday, low 90s. Plenty of sunshine. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 67 in DuPont Circle, 59 in Annandale. It's also 59 in Germantown. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 311. Alexandria is getting a major update to its sewer system. A two-mile-long sewage tunnel will be bored 120 feet or 12 stories underground, stretching from the city's wastewater treatment center to Pendleton Street. Here's WTOP's Luke Lukert. 
Alexandria's sewer system was built in the late 1800s and was advanced for the time, but it uses one big system for both human sewage and stormwater. When it rains heavily, it backs up, spilling millions of gallons into the Potomac. That sewage is loaded with bacteria, nitrogen, and phosphorus, which impacts the water quality. The tunnel boring machine called Hazel will bore the reverse L-shaped tunnel, mostly underneath the Potomac River. Hazel will mine about 40 feet per day. She'll excavate the soil, she'll pressurize the ground, prevent the chance for ground movement. Justin Carl is the program manager. And then behind her, we'll be erecting a precast tunnel liner. The boring will be quiet. Shaking on the surface amounts to less than the width of two nickels. Luke Luger, WTOP News. A teenager who was stabbed while running along an Arlington trail in August is speaking out in hopes police will help who we hope police will find the man who stabbed him. We only know him as Max. He is 17 and lives in Arlington. Max spent two days in the ICU after the incident that happened near the Curtis Trail, not far from Washington Boulevard at I-66. Max's father told our news partners at NBC4 that part of his concern is still not understanding the motives of the suspect. That's probably the hardest part, I think, that we just have no idea if it was a botched robbery that was botched so badly that the robber forgot to ask for, for you know, give me your phone and your money, or if it was a disturbed person. Police are checking security cameras to see if they can identify the attacker. Meanwhile, Max and his dad have put up flyers along the trail to warn others about what happened. An update to a story we've been following for you on WTOP. Another puppy recently stolen in our area has been found. The Humane Rescue Alliance says a family came forward and returned the puppy, whose name is Link, after they bought him not knowing he was stolen. HRA will work with the family to return Link. They're also getting a reward for coming forward. The Alliance says they hope that the four puppies that are still missing can be found soon. They're asking anyone with information to contact HRA. Just ahead on WTOP, a full day of college football that Frank Hanrahan will unpack for you. Plus, the Nets go long, a lot, to get a win against the Miami Marlins at Nationals Park. It's three. It's 313. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part, 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital, building campaigns that connect. Moments, they surround us, intersecting every day, every instant. Moments that can change us forever. In a region where news is never-ending, a singular sound defines our moments. A constant signal delivering the top news right at your fingertips when you need it most. For better, for worse, always connected. Our legacy is the future and we'll never miss a moment. 
WTOP News, 103.5 FM. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 315 with Frank Hanrahan. Maryland football moves to 3-0, 34-27 victory over SMU. Back and forth, but some big defensive stops by Maryland's defense. Leads the Terps to the victory as they get the win over SMU. Virginia holds off Old Dominion, 16-14. Field goal at the buzzer was the winner. Virginia Tech knocks off Wofford, 27-7. Howard 31 zip win over Morehouse. Georgetown falls to Monmouth 45 6. Baseball, it was the uh, solo homer show for the Nationals. Lane Thomas, Luke Voigt, Victor Robles, Alex Call all going deep. Nats beat the Marlins 5 3. Nationals won a game without hitting a single for only the fifth time in their history. Orioles lose at Toronto 6 3. NWSL Spirit, Blank and Gotham FC 2 zip at Audi Field. Commanders in action Sunday. A chance to go to 2 0 for the first time in several years. Visiting Detroit, 1 o'clock kickoff from Motown. Again, Maryland improves to 3 0, knocks off SMU. Frank Han ran WTOP Sports. Top series we're following this morning on WTOP. Some Democrats are urging the Justice Department to investigate Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis after he sent two planes full of migrants to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. One legal concern is whether migrants gave their consent to go there. In D.C. yesterday, another bus carrying about 50 migrants, mostly from Venezuela, arrived at Vice President Harris's residence at Observatory Circle. President Biden is in London this morning ahead of tomorrow's state funeral for Queen Elizabeth. Meanwhile, the miles-long stream of mourners continues to file past the late monarch's coffin at Westminster Hall on a chilly Sunday morning. Ukrainian officials say some bodies unearthed in those mass graves at Izium show signs of torture. Meanwhile, Russia's president tells a summit meeting in Uzbekistan that his forces will continue to press the fight in, U- in Ukraine. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 317. While most of the Fairfax County Board of Supervisors voted in favor of renaming Lee Highway and Lee Jackson Memorial Highway, not everyone on the board was on board with the proposal. Why are we spending this cost when there's no clear demonstrated support from the community to change? Supervisor Pat Harrity was the only board member who voted against the recommendation to rename Lee Highway as Route 29 and Lee Jackson Highway as Route 50 following the 9-1 vote. The recommendation now heads to the Commonwealth Transportation Board. Chairman Jeff McKay is hopeful it will get a final green light to end controversy over the highways named after Confederate leaders. You know, I've talked to a lot of people in our community, and the the sentiment has also been very strong that it's time to reckon with our past and, and modernize Fairfax and make this a much more welcoming, inclusive community. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. Traffic and weather on the 8th, 318. And in the WTOP Traffic Center, there's Carlos Ramirez. Here I am. If you're headed northbound on I-95 in Virginia, things are very quiet right now. Not seeing any accident scenes. 
No work zones blocking your way. I'll say this much. There is a work zone on 66. There's a few, in fact. If you're headed westbound, just past the Beltway, you'll find that just a single lane gets by right now. Not to worry, though. Past Gallows Road on your approach towards Nutley Street, all things do open up very quickly. The outer loop of the Beltway on the ramp that takes you on to westbound 66 also has just a single lane. Of course, it's got to meet that single lane on 66, which makes sense. Now, you will only really slow down on that ramp as traffic blends with the westbound side of 66. After that, things will be up to speed. Inner loop of the Beltway, the ramp to westbound 66 is closed. You'll be forced to take 49A. Just keep that in mind as you head out tonight. Eastbound side of 66 past 123, right side blocked with the work zone. No delays because of that one. In Maryland, things look good on 50 from the Beltway out towards Annapolis. Across the Bay Bridge, you've got two-way traffic, of course. No delays because of that one. Between the Beltways, I-95 and the BW Parkway looks good. Georgia Avenue in the district did have some fire department activity there near New Hampshire Avenue. Seems that has all been cleared up. Though it is a little crowded through that area, it's very possible that, that's, that there are still some leftover emergency vehicles in the area. Just give them a little room if you need to. Intersection of New York Avenue and Bladensburg Road, particularly slow right now. That is to be expected. Uh, seems like an event dish, did just let out there. Uh, uh, along Bladensburg Road. 295 looks great towards the 11th Street Bridge. No issues on the southeast-southwest freeway. 3rd Street Tunnel is quiet, though a little crowded near New York Avenue, but that's pretty normal around this time of night, as per usual. 1-866-304-WTOP is the traffic tip line. I'm Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Summer is going out with a big bang. Here is the forecast from Storm Team 4. Meteorologist Samara Theodore. Well, if you liked yesterday, you're going to love today. Temperatures are rising into the mid to upper 80s this afternoon. Plenty of sunshine awaits you for your Sunday. Sunday night, tonight we are clear, we're quiet, cool, comfortable with temperatures down into the upper 60s. Tomorrow, more of the same. Plenty of sunshine, but we're going to crank it up a notch. Highs will be around 89 degrees. For your Monday night, we're partly cloudy with temperatures down into the low 70s and upper 60s. Tuesday, we do it all over again with highs in the mid to upper 80s. Plenty of sunshine for your Tuesday, and the sunshine remains in full effect through the end of the week. Wednesday, we are sunny. Wednesday, temperatures could actually near 90 degrees, so get ready for temperatures in the low 90s just before the fall equinox. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. 67 at Reagan National Airport, 62 at Dulles, 63 at BWI Marshall Airport. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Ahead on WTOP this Sunday morning, how to get workers to get back into the office. It's 321. Hey, ladies, ready to order appetizers? I don't think I should. I'm trying to cut back on spending lately. Didn't you download that Upside app I told you about? The one that gets you cash back. Huh? No, I didn't. Is it really worth it? Yes, because of cash back from Upside, I haven't had to cut back. Even with prices getting extremely high lately. Wow. And what do you get cash back on again? You get money back on gas, groceries, and it works at restaurants. Look, I get 37% cash back on this meal including on drinks and apps. All right, I'm sold. You order the apps, I'm buying and getting the cash back on Upside. Oh no, I've created a monster. Download the free Upside app and use promo code APPS for an extra $10 on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's promo code APPS for an extra $10 on the free Upside app. Remember, use promo code APPS. For an extra $10 in your first purchase, don't cut back, get cash back with the free app from Upside. 
322. Virginia is for families. All sorts of families. My family, your family, your neighbor's family. For families of all species. For beach chair sitting families and paddleboard standing families. For families that like to camp outside and the ones that would rather museum inside. Yep, we got plenty of those to choose from. For mountain hiking families and would rather hang out by the pool resort going families. Come to think of it, that's more my speed. So, in conclusion, Virginia has all sorts of things your family could love. So, come love it for yourself. Furnished by the Virginia Tourism Corporation. This is WTOP News. It's 323. A draft plan to implement a 10-year education reform plan in Maryland is due out next month. Maryland Matters reports the blueprint for Maryland's Future Accountability and Implementation Board will continue holding work work sessions, I should say, with feedback from stakeholders. The draft reform plan focuses on five key subject areas, ranging from early childhood education to improving college readiness and diversifying the teacher workforce. Implementation was improved by state lawmakers last year. Is your child's school well-maintained? A new report finds for many parents in Prince George's County... The answer is probably no. About one-fifth of the schools in each Maryland school district were checked in fiscal year 2022 to see if they're being effectively maintained. Most school systems got an overall rating of adequate from Maryland's Interagency Commission on School Construction. But five school districts statewide were rated not adequate overall, including Prince George's County Public Schools. And when you look at school-by-school ratings, John Hansen Montessori in Oxon Hill is one of just two schools statewide that earned the lowest possible rating of poor. Go to WTOP.com to read more. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Meanwhile, the Prince George's County School Board rescinded a vote this past week that would have unseated four members. The action follows an investigation by the Maryland State Inspector General, which found that the ethics reports the board used for the vote contained inaccurate information. Last year, the board's ethics panel had issued reports accusing seven board members of various offenses and recommended that six of them be removed. The Washington Post reports that some members targeted by the reports had already left the board by the time the state investigation was released last month. The Loudoun County School Board has okayed a new student discipline policy. It comes a year after a high school student was assaulted by two other students in two different schools. That motion will carry unanimously. Thank you. The new policy lets the Loudoun County school system keep a student accused of serious crimes out of the general population instead of being transferred to a different school. Once a serious incident is reported to the superintendent, that student can be assigned to an alternative learning environment. That can be in-person, virtual, or a combination of the two. And it can be imposed whether the crime happened on school property or someplace else. In Loudoun County, Neil Logenstein, WTLP News. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTLP 325 with Joan Doniger. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Businesses are providing all kinds of perks, bringing in food, providing new areas for workers to hang out together, all in the name of encouraging well-educated and higher-income workers to come back to the office. Businesses from Apple to big Wall Street banks have said this month it's time to get serious. There is, however, a limit. Most employees want to come into the office between two to three days a week. 
Stanford University economics professor Nicholas Bloom is part of an international team of economists who've been gathering data on remote work. They find it works, not just for employees, but for their bosses. One is it makes employees a lot happier. Two is it improves productivity. Numbers here are typically three to five percent. Three, it supports diversity. And four, it helps companies reduce space costs. Commercial real estate developers, however, are especially eager to see workers fill office spaces full time again. They expect rising layoffs could change attitudes. Bloom isn't buying it. That is so 2020. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Joan Doniger on WTOP. Just ahead on WTOP after traffic and weather on a chilly September morning in the British capital. Mourners continue to file past the coffin of Queen Elizabeth II. This is President Biden and 